your Bibles with you, I want to turn to Romans chapter 15. And I want to talk about in times like these, in times like these. So Romans 15, uh, 1 to 7. It says, we who are strong must be considered of those who are sensitive about things like this. We must not just please ourselves. We should help others do what is right and build them up in the Lord. For even Christ didn't live to please himself. As the scriptures say, the insults of those who insult you, O God, have fallen on me. Such things were written in scriptures long ago to teach us. And the scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. May God, who gives us patience and encouragement, help you live in complete harmony with each other, as is fitting for followers of Christ Jesus. Then all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, accept each other, just as Christ has accepted you, so that, you, so that God will be given glory. I know this is Mother's Day, and I preached many Mother's Day messages, and this morning what I really felt to talk about was be talk about things that are more or less pressing against us right now. And so I want to share with you about what our response should be in times like these that we're living in. We are certainly living in interesting days with further restrictions because of this increase of this COVID, and life has become rather interesting, uh, but also frustrating. And we're finding ourselves living in ways we would never have thought of. Like, who would have thought that something as simple as a virus could shut down a world and change our freedoms that we once enjoyed? Who would have thought it would be this easy to throw our world into chaos? But with these presence restrictions, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm missing being able to have church in person. I really am. But what I really feel sorry for is our small businesses, restaurants, gyms, hairdressers, students in schools and universities, people that have been laid off work, people who are suffering financially, businesses that may not make it this time, people who have lost loved ones and aren't able to grieve with friends and family. I'm sorry for young parents are scrambling right now to find childcare, And so my thoughts and my prayers, that's where they're going out this morning. Yes, I'm missing church and our people, but my heart is also crying out for those that are going through all these difficulties and suffering far more than any church is. Now, this being Mother's Day is certainly uh, not the way we're envisioning celebrating Mother's Day. Uh, many cannot visit their moms and for some of us, it'll be two years since we've been able to visit our, our moms. And so there, there is a big shout out to all you moms watching today. And we want you to know that we do love you. We do appreciate you. And we do miss you. And also for those young moms. I've really, young moms have been on my heart this week. And may God bless you as you make the sacrifice to stay home with your kids during these further restrictions. For some of you, I realize that you're taking uh, stress leave. Others are taking sick time, vacation time. Some are even being forced to quit their job so that your kids are not alone. And so I just want to say, God bless you. 
for your sacrifices and your love. And I trust that your home values and appreciate you for what you're doing. You know, we want you to where we are thinking of you. We are praying for you. And we want to extend honor to you today for your sacrifices. Moms are so awesome. And they often are the first to volunteer to sacrifice for their kids. And so we bless our moms today, especially in these times that we are living. Now, these COVID years have been unwanted, but we're learning to cope. Some of us better than others. But, you know, we are getting along. We are moving slowly forward. But we realize that our opinions, our thoughts, our response to COVID, really it kind of depends on how you've been affected by COVID, whether in regards to whether you got sick, whether your finances are affected, your job, your business, the isolation from family or friends. And we are certainly seeing emotions rise to new levels with fear, depression, frustration, anger, divisiveness, hatred, criticalness, insults, rebellion, protests. Not exactly what we're used to, but pressures are great. And we all handle pressures differently. Some are doing good and some are not doing so good. So what should we do in times like these? How should we respond? How should we act, especially as Christians? Well, I think this passage we read at the start from Romans 15, I think it would be a good place to start with some excellent advice and of what we should be doing in times like these. This text really shows us some things that we should be looking at as Christians that will lead to the betterment of ourselves and the betterment of others. And so I want to take a few moments to just look at some of these truths that are presented here in chapter 15 of Romans to give us some guidance uh, today. Now, the first area of guidance that this passage encourages us to look at is the area of consideration for one another. Romans 15, 1 and 2. We who are strong must be considerate of those who are sensitive about things like this. We must not just please ourselves. We should help others do what is right and build them up in the Lord. So to be considerate is to show respect for others, to show respect for people's feelings. It's being thoughtful and understanding of the ways and the actions and the thoughts of others. The Apostle Paul also includes here to be sensitive to others' convictions. And these days that we're living in has really shown how we can differ in our opinions and even in our convictions as Christians. However, we must be careful that we don't allow our differences, our opinions, and our convictions to separate us or divide us. Paul reminds us that life is not all about ourselves, and sometimes we think it is. Sometimes uh, uh, our focus is really how a situation affects us rather than how it may be affecting others. And so we need to be on guard against selfish desires and selfish actions, taking a new perspective to consider others. You know, points of views right now are all over the map. And people, you know, we all are entitled to our opinions. But again, don't allow those opinions to divide us. You know, I hear people telling me all the time that this season of COVID has brought division in their family. And that should not be. As Christians, division is not 
from God. We should be able to give consideration for one another's views without critiquing, criticizing, or insulting one another. The Apostle Paul says we should be looking for ways to be considerate of others, to build one another up, to look for ways to help one another, and and to look for ways that we might lead each other into that which is right. Let's face it, emotions are high right now for everyone. And so let us look for ways to consider one another, give grace to one another, be sensitive towards people's feelings right now. These are unusual days. So let's look to be considerate because it is the right thing to do. Philippians 4, 5 says, Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. And that's a great reminder to be considerate in all you do. It is a godly response at all times and should be especially evident as we realize that we are in the last days of the return of Christ. Consider for, consideration for others definitely needs to rise. I think all of us could benefit from practicing this quality a little more in our lives, and, and especially in times like these. Be considerate of others. Then secondly, in times like these, Paul tells us it's a good practice to look to the Scriptures. Romans 15, 4, such things were written in the Scriptures long ago to teach us. And the Scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. Looking to the Scriptures in times like these is very beneficial. Some people have been posting that, you know, the Bible is their fact checker. Well, I really hope that it is. And I really hope that you are looking to the Word of God. Because everything you need to know is in the Bible. It is filled with answers. It's filled with advice for every situation. But we need to look to the Word of God to find it and then apply it. The Apostle Paul reminds us that the Bible was written to teach us, to inform us, to guide us through all of life, not just when life is hard, but to guide us every day of our lives. In the Bible, you will find hope. You will find encouragement. You will find promises that never fail. You will find patience, which is a big one for us right now in times like these. So often in Scripture, as it talks about difficult times and trials and persecutions and seasons of trouble, it's interesting that the Bible says what you need during that time is patient endurance. And that can come by spending time in the Word of God, getting the scriptural point of view, getting a scriptural focus that can really help us in times like these. I hear many people say that, you know, I'm at the end of my rope, Pastor. I'm about to lose my mind. Well, get your mind on something good. Get your mind on the Word of God and look to the Word of God. It's filled with practical advice that we all could use. Paul speaking to the young man, Timothy, a young preacher, he encouraged him, look to the scriptures. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, all scripture is inspired by God. It's useful to teach us what is true, to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. You know, this week, when they made that announcement that we're going to be shutting down, and we were kind of expecting it, but still didn't want it. 
And, you know, it is kind of upsetting that there's another shutdown. But it was rather interesting as I get up the next morning and I, I look to the Word of God as I normally do every morning. And I was reading the Word of God. It started off by, submit yourself to the authorities over you. And I kind of laughed to myself. I said, God, you've got a really good sense of humor that you would remind me of that on the very next morning off that. But that's what God's Word does. It keeps you straight. It gets you back to a proper focus. There's lots of answers and information about how we should be responding and living in times like these in the Scriptures. So don't neglect them. Read them. Dive into them and you will reap the benefit of hope, encouragement, and strength, and peace. You'll even find some patience. Third, in times like these, we need to look to God. We really do. And more and more people are starting to do that. And that is exciting me. I sense an excitement, even in the midst of all this turmoil, even in the midst of this frustration, even in the midst where, you know, I don't get to, to speak to a, a congregation that's full here this morning. I sense an excitement. God's up to something. God's doing something in this midst. And he encourages us, look to him. Look to God. Romans 15, 5, may God, may God, who gives us patience and encouragement, help you to live in a complete harmony with each other as is fitting for followers of Christ Jesus. In troubling times and difficult times and, and times like we're going through, sometimes we don't do all that well. Sometimes because we're out of our normal routines that can lead to some frustrations and a whole lot of behavior that is not always good. And let's be honest right now, even as Christians, there's a lot of behavior going on right now that is not fitting for us as Christians. Even as we seek answers to all the problems that we're facing in our world right now, yes, we have lots of intelligence, uh, we have advancements uh, in our science, we have advancements in our medical fields, and yet we're still following sh falling short. Because there's another person to be put in that equation, and that's God. Are we looking to God? Because God is our source of help. May God, but God. God is waiting for us to look to him. Not just as Christians, but as the whole world. That we would look to God. And when we look at all that has been happening over these last year and a half don't you think it's high time that we start looking to God in such a time as this for an answer? I can tell you that I'm talking to more and more people who are turning to God. In times like these, there is an answer. The answer is God. He really is. He is the one that can bring peace. He is the one that can bring encouragement, even in the worst of times. He is the one who can impart patience and endurance in us. He is the one who can bring harmony where divisions have existed before. He is the one who is able to save us from our troubles. He is able to save us from our sins. He is the one who offers us salvation. He is the one that forgives us of our sins. He is the one that offers us an eternity in heaven. He is the one who can heal and restore and turn things around and even heal our land if we will look to him. But that does require some effort on our part. Second Chronicles 7, you've heard this many times throughout this last year and a half. 
uh, 13 and 40, at times I might shut up the heavens so that no rain falls or command grasshoppers to devour your crops or send plagues among you. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sins and restore their land. If we pray, if we look to him, are we doing that? Is the Christian church doing that today? Looking to God requires effort on our part, requires prayer on our part, requires humbling on our part. Looking to God in such a time as this is important and beneficial for us. Kind of reminded me this week of the old song that used to be sung for those of us who are older at many a Billy Graham service by, Lord, uh, by George Beverly Shea. In times like these, you need a Savior. In times like these, you need an anchor. Be very sure, be very sure your anchor holds and grips a solid rock. Is your faith in God? Is it really there? He goes on to say in the chorus, this rock is Jesus. Yes, he is the one. This rock is Jesus, the only one. Be very sure, be very sure your anchor holds and grips a solid rock. Are you looking to God? In the season that we're living in, are we just complaining and arguing? Are we looking to God? Because that's where we need to look. We need to look to him in such a time as this. Make sure your faith is in the right place. The time to serve the Lord and the time to seek him is now. The time to look to him is now. Scriptures warns us that there is a time limit that you can miss God. Some people think, oh, I'd never miss God. Yes, you can. I don't want to miss God. I don't want to miss what he's going to be doing in these last days. Isaiah 55, 6 says, seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. He is near us right now. The time to call on him is now. And I encourage you to join with others as people are responding and looking to God right now, opening up their hearts to him, turning their lives around to follow him. It's been interesting. I've been reading a number of books, and I was just watching another video the other night, and just talking about how there's been a, a move of the Holy Spirit where people are responding to Christ and they're coming and being baptized and they're coming in great numbers. And uh, I was just watching one, I believe it was in Tennessee. And uh, the Lord spoke to that pastor and he said, uh, there's going to be spontaneous baptisms in your church. And he thought about that and think, well, we do have a baptismal service this week. And as they baptized a few people that were scheduled to be baptized, suddenly a lot of people start coming forward and say, I need to get baptized. A hundred people that day got baptized. He had another baptismal service Tuesday, another 85 people. And since that time of this year, by May 6th was the recording I was reading, I think it was around 1,500 people got water baptized. I'm telling you, God is up to something. The, the 30th uh, of this month, we're having a baptismal service, and so far we got five people and so if you want to join others, and maybe you're at that place, say, I need to make a, a commitment to Jesus Christ, or maybe you need to make a recommitment to Jesus Christ. Well, I encourage you to consider baptism, and we'll be doing that as soon as we are able uh, to meet together again. But as we look to the Lord, you will find strength. 
You will find the peace that you will need. You will find harmony. You will find patience. You will find salvation. In times like these, we need to look to the Lord. Don't underestimate what God can do. I really think we as Christians have need to apologize and repent before God because there's many of us that really don't believe that God is able to do what we're asking. We need to believe. Time to look to him. He is the savior, the healer, the deliverer. He is able to intervene. He is able to do something. And I really believe that he is, and I, I believe it's going to be revealed very soon. Hang in there. Put your trust and faith in God. And as we look to God, we'll find ourselves naturally doing those things that are actually fitting for us as Christians to do. Fourthly, in times like these, we need to look towards praise and look for areas where we can praise our God and praise one another. Romans 15, 6, Then all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, there's power in praise. Praise is always an excellent atmosphere changer. So when you get down and you get discouraged and you get frustrated, turn that focus to praise. Start praising yourself. If you can't seem to praise yourself, then turn on some uh, music that actually praises God. (coughs) (coughs) Praise is what the psalmist David did when he got discouraged, when he got depressed. He began to change his focus and began to think about praise. He said, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? Put my ho- I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and God. When David was going into the lows of the lows, where he was getting depressed, he realized there's something he can do. And he said, put my hope back in God. And friends, I believe that's a message to the church and to people out there who are watching today that that's what God is wanting you to do. Put your hope back in God and begin to praise him again. Praise changes things. It literally changes the atmosphere around us. You know, there's lots of Bible verses that talk about that there's an exchange that takes place every time we start to praise. Listen to what Jeremiah 31, 13 says. The young women will dance for joy, and the men, old and young, will join in the celebration. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and exchange their sorrow for rejoicing. See, God wants to give you some exchanges today. Maybe for some of you, you got fear is all over you. And God wants to take that fear and exchange it for hope. That's what he does. Isaiah 61, 3, a King James Version, I like a little bit better. It says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. There you go. Are you heavy today with a spirit of heaviness? Is there a weight that is on you that is not a good weight? God's saying, I'll give you a garment of praise in exchange for that spirit of heaviness. Looking to God and taking that step to get some praise on will change your lives, change your world. Mourning, depression, heaviness, despair, discouragement, sadness 
will all leave us as we focus on praise to our God and for the things where we are still blessed. Imagine the difference praise would have in our world if we start focusing on things or ways to praise God and to praise one another instead of tearing one another down. Times like these, we need to be looking for ways to praise our God and to praise one another. It'll be a game changer and encourage us as well as we get that praise on. Then lastly, in times like these, we need to look for ways to accept one another and not reject one another, especially as Christians. Romans 15, 7 says, Therefore accept each other, just as Christ has accepted you, so that God will be given glory. I realize that we may not agree with everything or with everybody, but that shouldn't stop us from looking for ways to build bridges instead of destroying bridges, especially as people of faith. As Christians, we need to be careful in our treatment of one another and watching out for those superior attitudes that, you know, we're better than you are, we're more spiritual than you are. We need to be really careful of that because that's a superior attitude. That doesn't come from God. Apostle Paul reminds us that, listen, you're not perfect. And just as God accepted you in that not perfect state, so you need to accept others who are also not in a perfect state either. Apostle Paul reminds us that this is necessary, that we need to give this grace of acceptance to one another. It's not a time to be looking for ways to argue and divide ourselves, but for looking to ways to unite ourselves. Again, because divisions are not from God. Paul gives quite a discourse on the dangers of critiquing one another and divisions uh, that happen amongst us in the previous chapter. And, and he starts off with these words in verse 1 of Romans 14. He says, Accept other believers who are weak in faith and don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong. See, our job is to work towards harmony and peace, especially in the body of Christ. So extending a little bit of grace towards one another in this area of accepting one another could really go a long way, especially in times like these. Now, in closing, I hope this hits home for all of us. These are not easy times. People are on edge, and people are saying things and, and doing things they normally would never do. These are unprecedented times for us. But let us not allow the responses of the world to be our responses as Christians. Because God calls us to our higher level where we look to other ways to handle the pressure that life brings. And that starts by being considerate of others, looking to the scriptures, looking to God as our source of help and salvation, looking to the power of praise and the peace of accepting others, working on building bridges. So may God help us to apply his word today in times like these. You know, people are looking to God in these days. More and more and more. They're looking to the church as well. And let's make sure that we're giving a life-giving impression. Not an impression that we're just concerned about ourselves. We need to be considerate of all people. Keeping our focus on God and the things that we know that work, like prayer. Like studying the Word of God and like loving one another. 
Those are the kinds of things we need to be doing in times like these. To be the church, God really wants the church to be. Father, I thank you for your word this morning. And Lord, I thank you that you're a good, good father who loves us, who cares about us. And you're telling us this is not a time to fear, but a time to look to you. And God, we want to do that. We want to keep our eyes on you because flesh does get in the way. Lord, we're all responding according to our flesh at times. And God, I pray that your spirit will override that flesh so that, Lord, that we might have the spirit of God upon us, that we might react with the spirit of God upon us and with the love of Jesus upon us. Father, we're asking, help us to touch our world. Help us to see change in our world. We pray, God, today for this COVID. And Lord, we ask that you would come and that there would be a supernatural relief to come against this COVID. There would be a supernatural stop. Lord, we've been doing everything that we as mankind can do. We've been doing all the isolations. We've been doing the, the masking and the cleaning our hands and uh, vaccinations and all these things. But Lord, it's still not finishing this work. It's still not stopping it. So Lord, we look to you. That's the other place we're supposed to look to. And so Lord, with all things around us, we now add to that you. Forgive us for not looking to you sooner. And Lord, as we start to look to you, as people all over the world start to cry out to you, may there be in a response, a response so big that we'd see the end of this COVID in Jesus' name. So Father, we give it to you today. We also want to pray, Lord, a blessing on our moms today. God, we are so thankful for the sacrifices of moms and during this COVID time, Lord, again, we have seen how moms step forward are often the first to make changes in their lives, to give up things in their lives for their kids. And so, Lord, we bless our mothers today. We thank you for them. And, Father, I just pray that you would surround them with your peace and your love today in Jesus' name. I pray that, Lord, as their children gather around them today and celebrate them today, as the husbands uh, uh, celebrate their wives today, God, I pray a blessing to be upon all of our mothers. And so we bless them today in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today.